Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Roy West Show. I have with me today Congressman Randy Weber. And thank you so much, Congressman, for taking time. I know it's a very busy time of year and it's busy season for you. But just to keep us informed back here in Southeast Texas, you always do a great job of staying in touch. I get your newsletters and I see you available to the media often, but I love to have you on the show whenever you're available. So thank you. No, thank you for having us, Roy. We appreciate that too. Yes, sir. Well, uh, if you would just kind of walk people through what, you know, cause obviously depending on which news they're watching, they hear a lot of different things that's <clears throat> happening, but uh, there is no better than hearing from our Congressman here in Southeast Texas on what he's seeing and how he feels like things are going and uh, what we need to be doing here in Southeast Texas. Well, thank you for that, Roy. I appreciate that. And as you know, my beautiful bride of 45 years grew up in Nederland. She's a yes, Southeast sir. Texas girl. She grew up on that side of the district. I grew up over on this side, of the, kind of the west side of the district, if you will. We met in right. the middle. In fact, she's going to be over there tonight speaking to the Southeast Texas Republican women uh, about what it's like to be a spouse of a member of Congress. And she'll be at the Pompano Club. And so uh, well, we're always, always excited to go there. So, well, and y'all, I can't tip my hat to you enough because I know, you know, you're in Washington, you fly back for an event or two, and then you've got to get back up there when sessions in and your wife's, you know, shows up for you when you can at times. And I, I know y'all burn up the road. Uh, and, and, you know, and again, I, I know that's a, uh, that's something, but that's what makes you such a good congressman and so available to the people because, you, you know, you stay connected and, and very accessible. Well, thank you for, for noting that. Of course, there's an old Texas saying, and having grown up in a 20 mile radius on the Gulf Coast, 68 years. And, and uh, there's an old Texas saying, you dance with them that brung you. you and so I never forget where we're connected and my bride doesn't either. So thank you for noting that. Um, as you probably are aware, uh, we've gone through redistricting. Uh, primary voting will start, uh, actually early voting will start February the 14th and then primary days March the first Tuesday. Uh, we're actually picking up Orange County for our district, uh, which we're very glad. Uh, that's about 80,000 people. Uh, as you probably know, Orange County, Orange, there's a port, a port of Orange Port over there. Right. And so we always brag about being from Southeast Texas and having more ports than any other member of Congress. Some have four, we have five. Now we're going to have six. And so energy for us is extremely important. The coastline's extremely important. Sabine Nation's waterway is extremely important. All the energy that we export is important. I mean, I can go through the energy stuff that, that the Democrats have come out with their bill. Uh, they call right. it Build Back Better, BBB. I called it Build Back Broker because it's it's so much spending, Roy. And and they kept saying, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi kept saying, it doesn't cost anything. And I've been around a long time. 
been a Republican activist since Ronald Reagan ran for re-election in, in 84. So what's that, 38 years, give or take? And city councilman, state rep, I was a precinct chair I've watched for a long time. You cannot tell me that trillions of dollars is just automatically paid for. Come on. I'm, you know, I, right. I, it's dumb, but I'm not stupid. And so we're watching their bill with all of the social engineering that it was done. Thank God, Joe Manchin, as you know, Kirsten Cinema out of Arizona, who I came in with in 2012, uh, they're holding the line on it, at least to this day. And so they won't support it. Now they're talking about jumping over and going to this election integrity bill. But before I get into the election integrity bill that we're fighting tooth and nail against, let me just mention, here's the things that are important to us in Southeast Texas. And we all get that. You know, we're very blessed to live in, in America, even more blessed to live in Texas, as you know, and even super blessed to live in Southeast Texas on the Gulf Coast of Texas. Amen. Uh, man, we've got a great, a great district and it's even getting better after redistricting. Uh, we will lose a tiny uh, corner, northwest corner of, of Beaumont and Jefferson County. That'll go to Dr. Brian Babin. And so we're going to lose a little bit of that, but we are picking up Orange County. So we're very grateful for that. For us working people, I, I tell people this all the time, Roy, uh, and I speak to a lot of groups, whether or not they are in our district or not. What I will tell them often is I say, look, some of y'all may not be able to vote for me, but I vote for y'all every day. I vote for the working folks, families. I vote for our values. I vote for freedom, less government interference. I vote for Second Amendment rights. I vote for sane energy policy. Those are the things that we focus on because our district is so extremely important in those realms. And then you can fast Absolutely. forward now and you can say, I vote again. I don't want critical race theory taught in any of our schools. I don't want mask mandates. Now, I mean, you go back the last couple or, or even more years. That's the craziness up here that we're fighting against. And and, and I'm a little partisan when I say this. I want to get Republican control back in the House because we will not allow any of that legislation to pass. Uh, critical race theory, and you know, uh, right. I will tell you that all of this stuff, mask mandates, of course, thank God we live in Texas where they've, they've uh, put some rec legislation in that bans mask, mask mandates. Now, all that to say those are our Southeast Texas values. And let me just right. say that we have the, we have more concealed handgun licensees in our great district than any other member in the Congress in Texas. And I'm quite sure for that matter, any other member in the United States of America, hunters, fishermen, it's the salt. I call salt of the earth. These are our workers, blue collar workers, right. might be air conditioning guys like us, pipe fitters, welders, carpenters, you know, you can go right down, right down the list. Uh, those are the values that we fight for day in and day out. Now they come along the Democrats and they say that they want to change the election laws. And my first thought is, look, in Texas, we believe in the Constitution. We believe in the Tenth Amendment. Congress has its role. Federal government has its role. You do certain things, you know, transportation, infrastructure, you know, protect us against enemies, foreign and domestic. All of those things that the Constitution lays out. You don't yes, get sir. to lay out the election laws for the states. I'm sorry. In Texas, we want secure border. We don't want people coming uh, illegally here to vote. You're probably well aware in New York City, 
you can vote in the New York City, whether you're a citizen or not. I don't know if you knew that or not. I didn't know that. Wow. Absolutely. And in Texas, we want that border secure. We don't want drugs coming over here. We don't want the drug cartel running their people in here. We don't want sex trafficking. Uh, we want secure border. And, and so for the, for the Democrat-led House and Senate, and Senate and the White House, for them to be focused on election bill or on trying to, uh, what they say, build back better, or as I say, build back broker, the largest expense in history, uh, right. and to forget about the border, what's wrong with this picture? Texas is, is being invaded, and you can go down the numbers. And Roy, let me be a, a little uh, geeky on some of the numbers right now. When I was in the Texas House, I served in the in the uh, House uh, Committee on Education, K through 12, Public Education Committee. Do you know that there's six, about 5 million students in Texas and about 1,100 school districts? If you do the math, it's about 5,000 students per average school district. Okay, right. I get that there's some huge districts. There's Dallas, there's Houston, there's Austin, there's San Antonio. So let's just make it real simple. If you said 1,000 school districts and we said 10,000, 10,000 was the average size school district. Do you know that right. when they bring in 70,000 students across the border like they did last summer, that's seven complete school districts somebody has to educate. Guess who that somebody is, Roy? That's us. That's the American right. people. Right. Uh, now right. I know they don't all settle in Texas. I'm, I'm not that naive to think they do. But our border has to be secure. We've got to get on top of our energy policy. Biden, as you know, shut down the Keystone Pipeline his first day in office. Remember back about four months ago, maybe five or six now, the, the colonial pipeline system going to southeast United States was hacked right. into and shut down for five days. Two point, I think it's 2.4 million barrels of product go through the colonial pipeline system feeding the entire southeast of the United States. Keystone Pipeline brings in 840,000 barrels of oil a day. It is one third of the output of the Southeast pipeline coming, the colonial pipeline system that feeds the Southeast. We can get right. jobs into our area, as you know, comes into the Port Arthur area. We can right. sell oil and energy overseas. So what does Biden do? He stops the Keystone pipeline. He opens up the Russian Nord Stream 2 pipeline by lifting the sanctions on businesses that want to build that pipeline. And then number three, he begs the Saudis to increase their or OPEC to increase their production. What about Southeast Texas, Mr. President? What about us doing that right in our own Gulf of Mexico region where we can produce that energy and sell it? These are the kinds of things we're focused on, sane energy policy. These are the arguments we're making. We want the Sabine Nature's Navigation District to, to, get their ch to get our channel dredged out. We're pushing for right. those kinds of monies, those kinds of funding. We're, uh, we're for coastal barrier protection so hurricanes can't do a number on us. We want investment instruct. We want infrastructure investment in Texas. That means bridges, roads, riverways. You know what I mean? Channels and stuff. Sure, absolutely. And and so those are our focuses. And but on the same time, my gosh, they're wanting to look at trying to change election law around the country, making sure the transgender stuff can be paid for in the military. They want to redo like like I said, election laws. They want to put in windmills, 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations around the country. You can't make this stuff up. And we're saying, leave it to the entrepreneurs. 
Let the electrical manu- car manufacturers, if they want to put those out there, fine. The government never put gasoline stations along the highways when the automobile right. was invented. So these are the things we're fighting against and the things we're fighting for is sane energy policy, keep transgendered out of our military paying for it, keep critical race theory out of our schools and make sure that our border gets secure. Those are the arguments we're yes. making day in and day out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we're about 15 seconds out. I want to remind people how important it is. And thank you so much for taking your time to get out and vote. Early voting starts February 14th. The uh, primary is March 1st. That's correct, right? Yep. Tuesday, and, March 1st. Uh, and Congressman, Congressman Randy Weber, thank you for all that you do. And uh, God bless you. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. We are back with the Roy West Show here on News Talk 560 KLVI. And I do like to remind people, if you're getting out of the car, you can always download the free iHeartRadio app or the Apple Podcast or Android Podcast app to listen to this show in its entirety. And I have with me Kaylee Henry with Girls Haven. Welcome back to the show. It's so good to see you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the show again. Well, I'm excited to have you. And, uh, of course, Girls Haven is a staple here in Southeast Texas. It's been around a long time and does a lot of great work. We're going to talk more about that. But we're going to initially talk about an upcoming fundraiser y'all have. And, uh, and, and I know as myself and people in this community, we need to give where we live. And this is a great opportunity to give back to the community. So yeah. uh, tell folks about what's coming up. Yeah, we have um, our fundraiser on February 19th. It's called Howl at the Moon Casino Night. Um, So it's something a lot different than we've done before. Um, It's actually going to be at the Girls Haven campus. Uh, We're turning the Earhart Gym um, into kind of a immersive Las Vegas experience. Um, And so it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, We'll have the How to Go is the Howl at the Moon dueling pianos. Um, They travel, and so they'll be coming and playing for us. So you'll get to get up and sing and dance or just hang out and watch if you want um and then awesome. also yeah we'll also have um some the all base vegas experience is coming from houston and so we'll have um poker and blackjack tables roulette tables um and then professional dealers at each table uh, for you guys to play casino different casino games and it's right. going to be a whole lot of fun we'll have dinner um marcelo mofino um, everybody knows Mo. He's cooking uh-huh. all of the food. He's such a good cook. So the food's going to be amazing. Um, desserts from all over, all kinds of local bakeries are donating desserts. Um, so it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, cocktails served throughout the night. So um, definitely going to be a fun night. You're not going to want to miss. Well, and how do people get tickets for this? So um, I have it posted pretty much everywhere. If you go to our, I know you do. I know you do. But for, <laughs> yeah. and we can and we can direct people to that to those locations as well. Right. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. If you go to our Facebook page or Instagram, we have Twitter, LinkedIn. 
um, any of those pages, we have it posted on there. If you go to our website, um, it's posted on our website as well under events. You'll see Howl at the Moon uh, Casino Night under there. So you can purchase tickets through there. Um, and so you can get a single seat if you want, or you can also purchase a table of eight. Um, there's lots of sponsorship opportunities. Uh, with, which comes with seats, but it also comes with, you know, several other things like media recognition. Um, our top sponsor will have um, kind of bar service. So we'll be right. bottle service and um, bringing them bottles and everything throughout the night. So um, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And I highly recommend uh, going ahead and getting a seat because we're, we've been every single day, it seems like we're selling more tables. So um, definitely go ahead and purchase a seat or a table while you can. Well, that's one reason we're having you own when you're on is so that people have an opportunity to participate because it's going to be a great event. I'll always put on awesome events. And also it's for such an important cause because here in Southeast Texas, uh, y'all have been here for 30 plus years. I'm not the expert at that, but tell people about what Girls Haven is. I've had the privilege of going over there and having the tour on more than one occasion, and it's very impressive and it makes such a big impacts the lives of young ladies uh, here in Southeast Texas that certainly need the assistance that we as a community and y'all specifically provide. Right. Uh, yes. So if you don't know about Girls Haven, we're located on Fannin Street in Beaumont. Um, we have the majority of our girls come from the CPS system. Um, so they're in foster care. Uh, we take girls as young as six all the way up to 22. And so we do have an extended living program um, where you can stay instead of kind of being kicked out of the foster care system when you turn 18, you can actually stay and have this supervised independent living um, with us all the way up until you turn 22. And so it's a great way to kind of ease out of the foster care system and kind of ease into adulthood. Um, and so we provide that for our girls and at the Girls Haven campus, our girls are there with us. We have um, therapists, counselors um, with the girls, and we just kind of provide that home-like experience for the girls that they didn't get to have while also trying to help them heal from the trauma um, of their past and just kind of be have a brighter future for themselves by um, talking to the therapist and kind of easing them into that adulthood. And um, well, also to go back to the event, we're having tours throughout the whole night um, at the Girls Haven campus. If you want to take a tour, um, you can take a tour throughout the night and see everything that we do, um, see all of our different facilities. Well, and it's such a, it's an impressive facility and having been in the past and gotten to hear some of the testimonies of the young ladies that, uh, you know, what Girls Haven's meant for them and their life. And, you know, we, you know, it's, it's tragic, but we live in a, a broken world where some people don't get a good first chance and y'all, y'all rescue these young ladies that might otherwise uh, spend a lifetime in, in foster care or, or other situations. And, uh, and it makes such a big difference. Yeah, um, most of all of our girls have been pulled from their homes by CPS due to um, abuse, neglect, uh, severe family dysfunction. And so they've been pulled out of their homes and we try and give them that home-like environment. Um, we have mentors, uh, we have a mentor program so they can have a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention um, from people who don't work at Girls Haven who just genuinely wanna spend time with them and uh, just give them experiences they didn't get to have before. Uh, we also take them on trips yearly. Um, we've taken them to Cirque du Soleil and other places that, you know, they wouldn't have gotten the chance to see before and really just try and hopefully um, 
prevent them from kind of repeating the cycles um, that their families for generations um, have been repeating. And so we just kind of give them that leg up that they wouldn't have had the chance to have before. Right. And, and you know, you mentioned about the volunteer. There's volunteer opportunities. Obviously, people have to go through screening to be doing that. But, you know, how rewarding is that to be working with young ladies that uh, have certainly had more than their fair share of challenges in life that need to know what, understand what love is and, and that there is better opportunities out there. And, and like you say, for that to be modeled to them so that they can understand how to do that as they get older. Right. Yeah, we have um, a volunteer program as well as a mentor program. Um, and you do have to fill out an application, go through a background check and everything. Um, but we love our mentor program because, like I was saying, it's people who don't necessarily work for Girls Haven. And so the girls know that and they know that you genuinely um, want to spend time with them and your, you know, they get to take them to movies, take them out to eat, do fun things that they uh, didn't get to do before. And so it's right. just you know, it's a really great program and our girls absolutely love their mentors. You know, you would think that they might be like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to go, but no, they love it. <laughs> they, they sit there. Right, and right. If your mentor is going to pick them up that day, they're like, hey, my mentor's coming. We're going to go do this and that. And so it's a really rewarding experience for the mentors and it's so great for the girls. Right. Well, and I, and I think too, if you know, for in one time we ought to have somebody on that's a mentor because, yeah. uh, you know, having gotten to visit with some folks, you know, it blesses their lives. They always say more than it's blessing the girls' lives because, you know, you also get reminded, uh, you know, how important it is to to be there for other people and how important relationships are. And I know that the Girls Haven does a great job with that. But it, as you said, it's also nice for just like in the public schools when people uh, volunteer there. The kids know that also that, hey, you're not you don't have to be there. You could be right. anywhere else. And, right. you, and you choose to be there spending time with them and 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 that's that's meaningful to all of us no matter what stage of life we are but sometimes people need that more and so right. i certainly congratulate and uh all those volunteers that y'all have that do that yeah, well we're coming up on about a, on about a minute left so let's recircle how people the event and how people can get tickets Yes, so the event is taking place February 19th at our Girls Haven campus at 6.30. Um, we have single seats there, so you can buy a table of eight. There's several different sponsorship opportunities available, um, and you can find those. You can find where you can purchase the tickets on any of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, you can go to our website and see it. You can reach out to the actual Girls Haven campus by calling 409-832-6223. Um, and my name is Kaylee.Henry at girlshaveninc.org. So you can email me there. Um, lots of ways to get in contact, messages on Facebook, wherever. Um, well, yeah. and y'all do a great job on social media pushing out about the events and other things that are happening through yeah. Girls Haven. And for those people that are close to my age, it's the old BPM club. So it's, it's a facility. Yeah. Everybody knows where they are. If you, di if you didn't know where it is, most people would... If they're a little bit older, I got to acknowledge, you got to be a little <laughs> bit older to remember it. But uh, thank you so much for uh, all that you do. And we're out of time. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We are back with the Roy West Show here on News Talk 560 KLVI. And remember, if you're driving down the road, you can always download the free iHeartRadio app and listen to the show wherever you are or check out uh, this show or any of the other shows on the podcast. So I have with me Dana Johnson Williams team that has been around for several years because y'all are awesome and uh, just recently crowned the real estate team of the year by the Beaumont Board of Realtors and so well deserved because y'all do an incredible job. And I wanted to start the year off by talking to you and hearing about what you're thinking of 2022 in real estate because it has been some crazy real estate years. I, I honestly hope for me and for a lot of buyers out there that things kind of cool off a little bit. Um, I don't have any indication that it's going to, so that's just kind of a pipe dream for myself. Um, we are still seeing a decent number of multiple offers, which is, seems like fun, but ultimately is not, you know, I mean, it, it may be great for a couple of sellers, but it's usually heartbreaking for a group of buyers. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it has cooled some, but shows no signs, no signs of becoming anywhere close to a buyer's market anytime soon. Well, so what what can you do? Let's kind of walk through it from two different perspectives. Okay. Whether somebody's looking to buy, whether they're buying their first home or whether they're buying their second or third home, whether it's downsizing or upsizing or whatever else, and somebody looking to sell. Maybe they're going to be going to a retirement center or something else, but because there's step, there's different steps depending on what you're going to be doing that are really more important now than they have been in many points of history prior to that. <laughs> so maybe the last time they did it, it what because the way the market is now is so different than it's traditionally been. Right. Well, the biggest thing for sellers is. Do follow your agent's instructions. You know, if if they tell you going in, okay, your roof is 22 years old, you don't have a windstorm certificate on it, 
this is going to come up. Let's go ahead and get a couple of estimates so that we know what we're looking at. Don't be right. surprised when buyers have inspections and you're asked to replace a roof. I mean, we we should have we should have been prepared for that. We had that conversation. Same thing. If you get multiple offers on your property, please don't always think that the highest offer is the best offer. Don't be I don't want to say don't be greedy because, you know, my, my clients would never be greedy, but don't be greedy. You know, there are a lot of things that go into the best offer that don't necessarily have anything to do with the price, you know, terms, right. who's the lender, what kind of, you know, contingencies are there, how, how much experience does the agent on the other side have, you know, that all of those things factor into how negotiating repairs could go or, um, you know, financing, how financing goes, you know, so many other factors. And if you're only looking at the bottom line, sometimes being greedy sometimes will bite you. So, well, Dana, I, I'm, I, this is for the listeners. This is one reason I have you on the show, and it's why it's so important to work with an experienced and award-winning uh, agent <laughs> that is uh, that takes care of their clients. Because, you know, you can see around the curves a little bit in terms of, like you say, oftentimes, you know, for people when they're buying or selling, oftentimes it seems like you know, it's an emotional purchase for sure, or, or sell if you're selling, but, you know, people are always looking at the dollar and the dollar, it can, it can be deceiving because it, something that looks like it's going to be more pop, uh, profitable, you can say, there's so many landmines here on right. so many reasons why when you're a week out from closing, you might be lowering the sales price or relisting. So, mm. you know, you know, let's consider this in the right in let's this try process. to avoid that situation exactly and, and again that's you know into with the real estate market we've seen so many new people get in real estate and and we all got started at some point and there's nothing wrong with being new absolutely by by any means and i'm not beating anybody up but in more challenging markets working with experienced professionals uh, such as you, it affords their their customers a little bit of an edge because, you know, this isn't your first rodeo. Right. And you've had some, you know, you've had lots of transactions. So you know where the landmines are and, and also in just personalities and who you're dealing with. So at least you can be prepared and prepare others for, well, yeah, you know, we've been in transactions. This is, this is what you can expect. Yeah. I've also been successful in a couple of multiple offer situations for exactly that reason. My rapport with the other agent, you know, my ability to help, you know, navigate tricky waters, um, right. my ability to write an offer that's attractive to the seller and not necessarily, not necessarily the highest offer, but you know, there are a couple of other little tweaks and nuances that we can, we can, you know, add to the the package that makes a seller go, oh, okay, that that's a great idea. I hadn't thought about that. Let's let's consider working with them. And thank God I haven't had to battle it out for a, a couple of months with a multiple offer. But I was on a pretty good roll, both Joe and I both, um, at being able to land some multiple offers. And 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 oftentimes, you know, because I'll always ask, what was the tipping point? Why did you take our offer? And right. very very seldom is it price. Very seldom. Right. Working working with well, a local and, lender is usually a key for us too. When we have buyers that that have 
fantastic local lenders that, uh, you know, people love to work with, such as yourself and your team. Well, and I certainly appreciate the plug. And, <laughs> and, and I know that to be true. But that, but that, again, is another reason why you want to work with an experienced agent, just to help, whether it's listing or buying, because, uh, you know, oftentimes, sometimes people get in real estate because they bought a house and they said, man, that was easy. I'm going to go into real estate. So much fun looking at so those pretty easy. houses. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, and, it, and oftentimes just like in lending, they can be easy transactions, mm -hmm. but there are plenty that have challenges and be able to keep your head and, uh, you know, and how people are deal with one another, all that really matters a lot. And well, you do, like you, <laughs> And Joe and your team do an incredible job doing that. Well, it's kind of like raising kids. You know, you want to make it look easy when all the time you're struggling and scrapping and doing all <laughs> kinds of back work that nobody knows about. But your kids turn out great and you don't even your kids don't realize how much work you put into it. But we're, right, we're kind of like right. the, the duck swimming across kids. the pond. You know, it, it's just a slide, it's just a smooth little glide across the pond, but pedal, pedal, pedal underneath. There you go. That's right. And we've got just a little over two minutes. Tell people, too, when it comes to listing your house, why it's important uh, to call you uh, or at least an experienced full time agent to list your house, because it does matter a lot. You know, I've been in the business now 22 years. And over that time, we have developed checklist upon checklist upon checklist that are tried and true. And, you know, I won't send in my professional photographer until I know you're ready. You know, if you say, oh, he can come tomorrow. No, no, we got we got some work to do because once your photos are out on the Internet, they're out there and there's no pulling them back. And we can swap out pictures, but that some website is still going to have those old, ugly, unprepared pictures. And my job is to present my sellers in their best light. So sometimes sometimes the husbands right. hate me by the time it's done. And, and but the, but the wife always loves how clean the garage is. And <laughs> and I often hear that, you know, I wish we had wish we had done all this sooner, you know, because it's nice now we we're sure. enjoying this. But besides that, you know, just just trust your agent, trust your agent's instincts. Uh, if you hire a professional and, and you should interview more than one. You know, I think that there's been a lot of a lot of times when people are glad that they've, you know, that their their niece got into real estate. So they talked to her and she told them one thing and then they talked to someone who maybe had more experience and told them something completely different. And, you know, it's a big asset. So it's important. Right. I never, well, I never time's running competing. <laughs> well, and you you're you do great and you your work speaks for itself. We got about 30 seconds left here, and, and I want to make sure people know how to get hold of you, your team, uh, because y'all are the team of the year. You've been, as you said, been doing real estate 22 years. You take excellent care of your customers. They have a great experience. They're well communicated with and well informed. How do they get in touch with you? My cell is 409-351-2103, DanaJohnsonTeam.com, and of course, Dana Johnson Team on Facebook and Instagram. Pretty simple. Thank you. So, thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. We you appreciate you. We are back with the Roy West Show here on News Talk 560 KLVI. And I have with me Dr. Janelle White, and she is here with regard to the you're the coordinator for the Southeast Texas uh, Coalition for the Homeless at, at the Southeast Texas Regional Planning Commission. 
And uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to join you today. Well, every, which I've recently learned is that every January, and we've got one coming up, there's a point in time count of how many homeless you have in your community. And I just wanted you to inform the community about this and also why it's important. Sure. So the point in time count is um, a mandate by HUD, and it is um, an initiative where every community across the country is counting and surveying homeless individuals on the same day so that we have as close to an unduplicated count as possible. And so this data right. will be taken and it will become what the government uses as the official count for homelessness. So when you read different government reports or you know articles, we hear there are X number of homeless people on a single night in the month of January. And so this is where that right. number comes from. And so they will base a lot of their funding on that number. Locally, um, our funding that we receive through HUD through the Continuum of Care Grant Program is established based on this count. And so the, the more accurate our count, the more funds that will be available to our community to provide support for individuals who may have need for services. Right. And, and you know, for those that, and, and we've talked about a little bit on this program, in Beaumont, they've started a, a, a homeless co coalition through the city to meet and help solve problems. And that is also what the Southeast Texas Regional Planning Commission does, the, the homeless coalition that you lead, because, you know, coming up with solutions uh, for the for the challenges associated with a homeless community that continues to seem to grow and uh, which is which is challenging for everybody because it certainly affects people's you know it's affecting the homeless you know as more people seem to be becoming homeless but also communities that they're a part of Absolutely. And I'm thrilled that the Beaumont Homeless Coalition has grown over the last year or so and has been able to take action to support the Salvation Army and creation of the new shelter that just recently opened. Right. And it's wonderful to see that that entities within Beaumont are able to work together to to create these resources. And so if we are looking at how my group might be different from that, my group, right. um, which is the Southeast Texas Coalition for the Homeless, covers the three county area, Jeff Jefferson, Orange, and Hardin counties. And so we are looking more at those relationships and the network that is available between those counties with the different service providers so that we can connect them to strengthen whatever services they may be providing in the community. Our group right now has about 172 partner organizations who participate regularly in different activities and meetings that we have. And the members of those organizations are able to come together. They learn about what other programs are doing. Maybe another organization just recently got a grant. And so now we're hearing about what that grant looks like and how that might be able to serve clients at another program. And so we're learning about what's available in the community. We're also conducting needs assessments so that we can identify where those gaps are in services so that we can then advocate for meeting those right. needs and having maybe partner organizations work together to help fulfill those needs. So my group doesn't actually create shelters or or um, have caseworkers. Our group is much more about the networking so that throughout our entire region, we are creating a cohesive response to homelessness because it is such a prevalent issue right now. 
Well, and it, it seems to be something that's not reducing. So as, a, as, as communities, we need to take some responsibilities to say, you know, what can we do to uh, reduce the homeless community and, and also enable them uh, to, to, to get out of homelessness and to avoid duplication of services. Because as we were talking before we went on the air, so often if services aren't coordinated, you could have an abundance of one service, even too much of one service, and a complete lack of something else. Whereas if that's being coordinated better, or, or in organizations participate in the coordination, it can be helpful to everybody. Definitely. There's a program called HMIS, which is the Homeless Management Information System. And it is essentially a database that organizations can be part of so that they are, are entering data about clients that they're serving. And then other partner organizations can access that data so that hopefully we're not duplicating services. It also right. really helps facilitate referral from one program to the next. So let's say I, I have an individual who comes to me, I enter their data in HMIS, and um, but my program may not have the exact services that they're needing, but I may know of this other organization who's also a part of that system. Well, now I just, a couple of clicks and that referral is now made. So the, the individual, the client, isn't having to go through answering the same questions over and over again. The, right. the information is already available and it just makes it a, a seamless process, theoretically, um, so that they can receive services at another organization. Honestly, one of the barriers for HMIS right now is the cost. It's expensive. And so we're trying to find mm -hmm. either alternatives or ways that we can support organizations within our community joining HMIS or a similar network so that we can have that electronic network in place to reduce the duplication of services and make the process uh, more efficient. Well, and I, I think that's going to go a long ways to help with that and and I, having been participating in conversations or listening to them now for a little over a year, I see uh, that is the biggest challenge because you we have so many churches and, and other ministries that have been formed and, and people with you know great hearts and wanting to help, but it is hard to coordinate and be able to share that information uh, effectively. And uh, with technology continuing to advance and, and software and such, so, so that those that want to participate in it can, it, it's really, I think, can we'll be able to make a difference. I agree. I think that one other area that might be helpful for groups in the community to learn about is to learn about homelessness as a social issue, because it's deeper than just what we see on the street corner. And once we understand right. that, we're able to, to affect change in our community. Well, I, we've got about 30 seconds left, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to have you come back on and be back on in a couple of months because we're going to get a preliminary report about the point in time count here for the three county area. And, and also, you know, for those that we can share information about who might be able to be willing to come speak to groups or churches and that kind of thing. So thank you so much for your time, Dr. Dr. White. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, ma'am. We are back with the Roy West Show. And remember, if you missed any part of this show, you can go to the free iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcast or Android Podcast and catch this show or any of the shows in their entirety. And boy, did we have a great guest 
uh, great guest this week. Uh, we started out with Congressman Randy Weber, and he just gave us a report of what's going on in Washington. They're busy, obviously, up there working. So if you missed this, again, check the podcast. Then we had uh, Dana Johnson with Remax One and the Dana Johnson team, and they were the real estate team of the year with the Beaumont Board of Realtors for 2021. And she was talking about what's happening in the real estate market here in Southeast Texas. So always a great guest. And then we had Kaylee Henry with Girls Haven talking about their upcoming casino night, which is February 19th. Folks, you can find them on girlshaven.org or all over uh, social media if you're interested. We certainly need to give where we live because it is so important to support these local uh, charities that do so much. And Girls Haven's been serving uh, young ladies that are in need. Uh, need a place to live and they raise them and they do it just a great job with it. Be sure to check them out. And then I had Dr. Janelle White uh, and she is with the uh, Homeless Coalition with the Southeast Texas uh, Regional Planning Commission. And she was talking about the point in time count that is happening this January 27th, where they count all the homeless throughout the community. And she's going to be coming back and giving us a report on how many numbers those were. And folks, I like to remind people, I just do this one hour a week, the other 167 hours. We're doing home loans at the Roy West team of Guild Mortgage. If you need a home loan, give us a call at 409-866-1901 or go to our website at roywestteam.com. Until next week, God bless you all. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.